Hello, welcome to part two of our little Christmas special. Um, after yesterday, well, our previous foray into Black Christmas from 1974, a fantastic example of what is possible with filmmaking. We go from the sublime to the bloody ridiculous. We are now doing the 2006 version of Black Christmas. And I want to die inside. How are you, Sean, today? How is your festive period going? Um, Very well. Even though everybody knows from yesterday's podcast that we're not actually in the festive period yet. I know, but you're supposed to make it like you are, aren't you? Like it's a Christmas special. Yeah, but like last It's a time, Christmas advert filmed in June. But you do know that last time we said this will be going out on Christmas Eve. I know, but, but you can put a bit of magic in yourself. Me put magic in myself. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so my festive period is is going really well, John. Thank you. There you go. You can you can do it after all. (laughs) Okay, today it is the remake of Black Christmas from 2006, directed, written and directed by Glenn Morgan. I've got stuff to say about Glenn Morgan. When you're ready, Uh, I'm sure it's very, it's more interesting than the film. Um, starring, surprisingly starring quite a few, what would have been considered rising stars at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie Cassidy, Mattel, Michelle Trachtenberg. She's from Buffy and Gossip Girl and things like that, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Nice to see an ex- a moaning little bitch, but okay. <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who is always good. The epic Lacey Chabert, just, it, it shouldn't shouldn't have been a, shouldn't have failed really with a cast like that. And obviously um, Andrea Martin, Andrea Martin, who played Mrs. Mack, or Mrs. Ms. Mack, who was also who was it Phil in the other one? Phil, yeah, yeah. I pay attention. Um, so with a heavy heart, I'm going to ask, what did you think of this? Um. So I think we mentioned this last time that I came to the original via the remake because I thought the remake was good at the time. And then when I rewatched it, I was like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Like ridiculous. And that's it. Okay, goodbye, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say that, right? I've composed a little list here. Let's see if you can tell what this list is. Right, getting, getting a, boil a nasty, lanced. getting a nasty boil lanced, watching two chimps fuck, bathing in a bathtub of maggots, filing my eyes, inserting a gnome into my arse, cutting the Wembley Stadium's grass with a pair of scissors, and realised I couldn't cut it short enough, I had to do it again, cutting off my own head with a pocket knife. What do you think those things are? Your wildest fantasies. They are things I would rather be doing than watch this film. Oh. It is. A fucking joke, this film. Mm-hmm. I, I, I held back some of the offensive texts I was going to send you because I wanted to save them all for today. And <laughs> I think it hasn't helped the way that we've done. I've we've we've we've, we've, we've done this. We've watched the s- absolutely sublime first one first, and then gone on to this. And it has. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm a bit angry. I just think, how how can you possibly do this? How can you possibly make this? 
and say and give it that name mm. and give it the name Black Christmas. I don't even want to talk about the plot because it's that shit. It's just, it's just a joke. They take everything from the first one, which is a lesser intention in storytelling and character development in, in just about everything you need from filmmaking. And they take all that and throw it away. And you're left with these utterly disgusting people <laughs> who you want to fucking die in the end. And these sadistic killers walking around, running around, chopping people's heads off, cutting people's eyes out. Granted, the special the effects. No, I'm not even going to say that. I'm not going to say anything positive about this. I'm not going to, even if it has a positive, I'm not going to say it because it doesn't deserve it. In, in set pieces, which are just so boring, it's, it's, actually makes me want to hurt the public for making this film, for going to see it, just saying, oh, that's all right, that film. It's not. This This film should be picketed against and films like it should be picketed. This is why remakes get such a bad rap, because they turn out this dirge, which is nothing to nothing even remotely like the, the original. All of the romance and all of the Everything that was good about the first one, apart, is, is, is gone. It's just not there. The first one is a lesson in how to make a good slasher horror film. All you've got to do is follow the in the the, the, the guide of it. Are you struggling today? What's going on? I, I'm I'm so. I watched it last night in work. And I thought because because you'd pick this, I mean, it, it was going to be good. And I knew I, I watched the first five minutes, and I thought, right, I know why he's done this. He wants to show um, how bad remakes can get. Th- this this I was I was in hell. I was genuinely in hell. And I think if I'd watched it on its own, without watching the first one the day before and talking about the first one the day before, and basically having a bloody celebration of how good the first one is. Mm. I think I would have been different, but the fact that we did that felt like I was rolling out of bed with bloody Britney Spears and getting into bed with a frog. It was boring, run-of-the-mill shite. This is why remakes, as as I said, this is why remakes get a bad rap because the the tired, drawn-out shite that they produce is it, it's not even worthy of carrying the original's name. Like it, mm. it, it, it's, it's, yeah. I agree. <clears throat> I agree. And all the way through watching it, I was thinking this didn't need to be Black Christmas. This did not need to be Black Christmas. This didn't need to be Black Christmas. Um, it was just, I mean, if you change those characters' names and change the plot a little tiny bit more, it's nowhere near what, the original one was um these these new characters that they introduce okay they've introduced new gale characters i forgot half the names as soon as i was watching it because they're that bland they're not different enough they're all the same sort of gale yeah and then there is um th- those <clears throat> the killers and their backstory 
I just, so is it not bad enough that this poor lad was locked up in the attic? Did we need to have then that his mum was this incestuous little fucking weirdo? And interestingly enough, the woman who plays his mum in this film is uh, an an X-Files actor and she played an incestuous mum in the X-Files, which is really bizarre. Um, I just thought it was a little bit too much. I don't know why it was needed. I know, you know, he sort of got his his little sister slash daughter from it, but like, so what? So what, what, what did, that didn't have any bearing on the ending or on the plot overall, did it? It was just something to make people go, ew, and that's it. And she was, I mean, when she's grown up, she's a very ugly woman. Yeah. When, I didn't really uh, understand the eyeball bit. I didn't understand the eyeball bit yeah, at all. It, it, it was... Uh, do you know what? I just... It was... I, I've never... I don't think I've ever really just described, properly described the film as depressing before. <laughs> but this this, this was it. It was just... It was like the, the, the writer was an idiot. And he went, I've got all these ideas and I'm going to put them in a film, but that's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to link it up with some tawdry dialogue. I got all of my favourite teen um, actresses that I used to wank over when I was 14. Okay. I put them in this film. I, I won't have them do anything. I won't have them build on any of the strength. Get, I will I'll say a positive... That cast is 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 good. It's 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 it had potential because they can all act and they're all day good. They, they genuinely they are. Um, but he didn't do a single thing with them. He just said, "Can you all scream the same?" And they went, "Yeah." And he went, "That'll do. That's fine." Yeah, like you know, Katie Cassidy. She stars in the next remake we're going to talk about. Actually, <clears throat> I don't really. I don't think she's a. I don't think any of them are really good actresses or actors. Um, they were just. I don't know what they were picked for. I couldn't oh, tell no, you. In '06, they were probably well. Um, maybe not Casey Cassidy because yeah, but Mary Elizabeth Winstead, um, Michelle Trachtenmouth, and Felicia Chabert are all all brilliant. So good. They've all gone on to do. At that time, they weren't though, were they? Mich- you know, Michelle Trachtenberg came from Buffy a few years earlier. That other girl was what in Final Destination Three. Yeah, I mean they've got they all had potential. They were they were just waiting for the right role to get them to make oh, right. them superstars. I'm not saying they, they they've all gone on to to have pretty good careers, but um, Michelle hasn't. She's I mean she's a cult icon in in that in Buffy, isn't she? Yeah, that's yeah. it. She's sort of like, I think she just got a little bit overweight and shied away from the limelight now. Which, I mean, she still, she, if this had been good, she, she could, the, the potential was still there. Mm, I think I think this was her first major role after Buffy and it just didn't... She, all anywhere. I can remember her doing is sitting on a couch drinking wine, shouting at everyone. Was mm. it? I wanted her to die. and I wanted them all to die. And then Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who's, who's, who is absolutely brilliant in everything she does, um, just kept walking out of rooms 
was like, I've got to go and look for someone now. And then she'd walk out the room and never come back, mm. not find them. And then she'd walk out of the room she just walked into. Yeah. you just like... Yeah, it was a week, like it was rife with that. It was just like, oh, I think she's gone home. Oh. It's no one, she's never said goodbye to anyone. You're not going to bother checking. Um, I mean, I like... Um, I like... Um, oh, my God. Her name's completely gone out of my head. The one who shows Big up and she's... You cannot lie. <laughs> no. Um... Oh my god, her name has completely gone out of my head. Um she's in Final Destination as well. Is this? Yan Yan K Crystal Low. That's not her name, surely. Is it? Um what's no. her the the the, the classic oh, looking it girl. Is, it is, it is, it is, it is. It's Crystal oh. Cloak, yeah. Um yeah, sorry, she plays Lee. Oh no, I said the wrong one. Yeah, I know you did. Lee. Um Lee, Lee Colvin. Yeah, she plays Kristen Chloe. Uh, her name is Kristen Chloe. <laughs> so um, she's gorgeous. She's absolutely gorgeous. And I know, like, this is made by Glenn Morgan, who was a writer and producer on The X Files in its early days. Um, she is also from an X an X Files episode. But here, the acting in that episode that she's in, John, you should definitely watch it. I know you probably not watched the show, but definitely watch that episode that she's in. It's called The Field Where I Died. It is phenomenal, the things that she can do. She's an amazing actor. And she, I just felt like she felt so wooden in this, um, which is a massive shame. And my thing about Glenn Morgan <clears throat> is that he's the brother of a writer called Darren Morgan, also of the X-Files fame, who absolutely destroyed the X-Files when it came back for its little two-year run, like destroyed it because he's one of those people that writes stupid, funny, but only Americans find it funny episodes. Do you know what I mean? Mm. He's one of them. And I I feel like Glenn Morgan was tiptoeing, dipping his toe in his brother's smell? Do you smell the scent of, of Darren upon this. Yeah, I do. I smell the scent of the Morgans and I didn't I like s- you. I smell the scent of twat on this. I just, mm-hmm. I just hated it, mate. I, I think, it, like I said before, because we, we had the celebration the, the day before of, 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 of a film I've never seen before, so I found, you know, the feeling that you get when you find a really good film. I mm. had that. I was still high on that. And then we watched this and I was just like, the films are dead to me. Every, the world <laughs> is, is gone. I was, I was, I, I wanted to go home and get my black suit and mourn for three days. It was, it was, it was so fucking bad. Well, Glenn Morgan said that he directed a film before it. I think it was Willard. Um, and that bombed. And he said, if this film bombs, I'm not going to direct anything ever again. And I think he, I think he stuck to his way, John. I think he, um, he directed a few episodes of The X-Files a little bit later on, like when it came back. And then he's not directed another thing since. Well, it was first in 2003. That's what I said. Oh, sorry. You Do you know, have you seen Willard? No. Do you know what? It's it's not bad. It's not it's not great, but it's not bad. It's certainly about three hundred million times better than this, but it's that's kind of un- understandable because oh, it's I've got seen Crispin stuff Glover come, in. 
I've seen stuff coming out of dogs, which is better than this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's not a bad film. It's not a great film, but it's not a bad film. It's kind of Chris Crispin Glover that makes it. I do love Crispin Glover. To be fair, in pretty He's much a weird, weird guy that lad. Yeah, I think he does. He plays everyone on like weird on purpose. Oh yeah, he got him. Um, he got fired from Back to the Future for literally being too weird. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do just, like that. Absolutely adore him. But then didn't he sue them for using his face and he won? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I mean... And then it started think, that whole thing, didn't it, about people yeah. not being able to use your appearance? I, I think the, the producers of Back to the Future were in court going, how much have we spent so far on this? And he went about $13 million. And they were like, how much does he want? Uh, half a million. Hang on a minute. So they just paid <laughs> Just give him it. <laughs> yeah. Oh... Bless them. Oh, well, at least he had a little win. It doesn't matter. And at least we've talked about something remotely positive in this mm. podcast today. However, um, Glenn Morgan did write the screenplay for Final Destination, didn't he? Which was a good film. The first one? Yes. Yeah, it was all right. Do you know what? I think he also wrote the third, to be fair. It, it, it was all right that it's, it's, it's not... Do you know what? I'm going to wait tonight and I might watch that just to... It, it is a good film. It was supposed to be an episode of The X-Files, but they made it into a film called Fallen Destination Instead. And I think yeah, when you watch a, it, I think you can see, you can definitely see that influence. The yeah, there's, a, there. there's a lot of, um, an awful lot of um, X-Files in there. Mm. Anyway, uh, go on. Yeah, you can, you, 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 can, you, can, you can tell. Um, oh, fuck's sake, have we got to go back to this? Yes, we have. Um yeah, uh, well, I talk about cinematography and and filmmaking styles and camera uh, crafting and camera operation, uh, but um, there's none of it in there. They have cameras in there. I don't understand why everything was filmed. It seemed to be filmed by a th- three-foot-tall man or woman. Everything seems to be pointing up all the time. From Every, every shot seems to be like that. And I was like, is, is is there a reason you're doing this? And I'm Who like, knows? is there a reason you're butchering one of the finest films I've ever seen? Oh no, it's such a shame. This this to me is is it's not a story of of anything. I don't even want to talk about that to be honest. This is a story of how this this is the story of how the remake is 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 treated and is is done because this. Unfortunately, is so common. This is this is the cliched remake. This is what they're all like. This is what pisses people off about them. Lazy, slack-jawed affairs who are just churned out, marketed on a name. There's nothing in it. And people are going to see these, like yourself, and going, this is all right, this. Granted, you mm. did have your illumination later. But people <laughs> don't. People don't. People think this. People think this is Black Christmas. They think this is the film Black Christmas. They have no idea that it came out in 1974, and it's a borderline masterpiece of claustrophobic filmmaking. Um, you can see, look how keen I am to go back and talk about that. I know. I know. I, well, I would rather talk about botched cosmetic surgeries than talk about this. I would rather talk about how to boil cabbage properly than talk about this film. Well, I 
hated it. So I wonder if a lot of what we are feeling towards this film actually comes down to the story I'm about to tell you. So when I was watching this and, you know, I was saying to you, I don't really know what the eyeball thing is all about. Or also those um, weird angel beef jerky things he makes out of his mum's back. Um, I didn't really know what the hell that was all about because why does he need to be cannibalistic? Um, and when I was reading about this, um, this was the Weinstein brothers um, putting, yeah, I know, I know, putting their, like they were insisting that the film become more gory. So those ideas around the cannibalistic stuff was there, was their idea and, and it wasn't in the original script. Um, and they sort of shoehorned it into the film to make it gorier, to meet the requirements of the Weinstein brothers who, you know, interestingly have a lot of gore going on in, in real life. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it did, it did feel very, it was just jarred, it just completely jarred. It didn't make sense. I didn't know what was going on. It didn't add anything to the story. Why would he suddenly be a cannibal? Like what's he so, seen or been exposed yeah. to after growing up in a loft that would make him so, a cannibal? The Weinstein brothers say, oh, this needs to be more gory. I know the one thing that's going to make this film work now. It's going to need to be more gory. The, the, what, what planet are they on? Like, what would have made this film work is literally everything else. Well, one's I on planet it... and one's on planet nuns. There you go. Pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> um, I mean, correct. But I know. They, when it, I mean, I'm not saying this excuses them of all the evils that they've done, but when it comes to films, my God, they know what they're doing. This, on the other hand, is they must, it must have been, the production meeting must have been in a corridor as they were going to a full party or a nonce party because they, 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 must have, they must have shouted, Bob, Harvey, what does this film mean? And as the lift doors closing, they just go, go, and that's it. That's the meeting. That's the entire meeting. Um, yeah. I thought the go was completely pointless and overused. And I thought that it, all, all it was was a director who's found out a way to do go. Mm. And he's just gone, right, put that in there, put that in there, put that in there. Yeah, but you need to link this up somehow. No, you don't. No, no one care. But the, 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 the fact is, no one did care. Because this, I think, I haven't got figures in front of me, but it didn't do that bad, did it? Or mm. did it? No, it did a bombed. Good. Okay. Good. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just looking for numbers. Uh, budget, $9 million! Yeah. It still made twenty one million. Yeah, that's too much. It still made over ten million. So there's ten million dollars of blood soaked money in this director's greasy mitts. Well, probably about three. But the fact that it made money surprises me. Oh my god! Kristen Cloak and Glenn Morgan are married. Well, that explains quite a bit. It's where the uh, the incest comes from. Oh wow! Stop now, because they've got kids. Let's stop. <clears throat> well, unfortunately, yet another very disappointing remake. It's just one of the user reviews that are speaking the truth there. But 
my my unfettered hatred of this film goes deeper. Yes, it's a shit film. I, I see three of them every day. It, it it's it's because it's it's a remake. So there's no excuse for it to be shit. If you're remaking a shit film, then you've got nothing to lose. But if you're remaking a brilliant film, you've got your audience there, you've got your techniques there. Build on them. Show how much of a filmmaker you, how much of a good filmmaker you are by showing it some love and and pay homage to it. Don't remake it in a way that makes it. Oh, this is this is going to be amazing. I'm going to put my own stamp on. You're not. You're just going to do what everyone else does. Mm. And you're going to make it boring and I'm going to die inside. And I'm sick of dying inside. I die every day now. Well, I mean... I died twice watching this. We've, you know, we've recorded two great remake. Well, one all right remake and one really good remake, which is actually not out for a few days yet. Um, So this will actually be released before our next proper episode. Um, so we've done like two all right. So it was, it was, we were bound to come across this and there's going to be more. We're going to, there's going to be more. So we're going to have to manage our expectations here, John. That's yeah. Those, the, the, the two remakes of which you speak, the Hells of Eyes and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, were exactly how it should be. They saw the original, as as flawed as, as, as they are, they built on, on the kind of, I, I, I hesitate to use the word romance, but I, I will use the word romance of them. And they do, do them justice by making them better. And the word that you're looking, that I'm looking for here is they do it with such simplicity. They don't try and convolute it. They don't try and make it overly complex. They don't put two killers and put backstories in there. Too much backstories in there, I should say, because there are backstories to both of them. But they're done in, in still in subtle simple ways and like black christmas the the beauty of that film apart from the direction is the subtlety of it and the masterful way that it deals with tension this has none of that in it and you can't pay homage to something without talking about it's really stand out beautiful points it's like it's like me paying homage to you and not mentioning Benson. It's just not. It's just not. It's just not. No, it's just no. And so, were there any good parts? That, anything that you enjoyed about this film? Yeah, I, the, my the favorite part. Yeah, was when the credits rolled and I could go away and punch your wall. Oh, you know. I don't. I'm trying my best to find a single part that I liked. I didn't even like how. Arguably, three of the most gorgeous actors of the of of the early, what's the word for those noughties? I hate using that word, but that you know what I mean. Um, they, they didn't even like look okay. They just look like they all look the same. Mm. Do you know how I'm going to describe this film? Once right, I'm going to describe. I watched an interview with Jackie Collins years ago, and there was like. Five people interviewing her. Go figure. And she, she there was there was three three you fellas. Did the back up. Yeah, there's three fellas interviewing her, and they said, "In one of your romance novels, what would our names be?" And this is how I described this film. And she said, she genuinely said this live on air. There's a clip of it somewhere. It's fucking hilarious. 
She said one of them would be called Rick. One of them be called Richard and one of them be called Ricky. That's this film. It's so bland and it's so samey all the way through. And I was like, you're fucking Jackie Collins. You are actually one of the most celebrated writers and authors in the entire world. And you've just said that. Fantastic, by the way. <laughs> Try and find the interview. But that's what I was thinking of. I was thinking about, you've cloned one of the actors, one of the characters and gone, I like her. I'm going to do her again. I like her even more now. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to make this one slightly different, but she's mainly going to be like that. And then I'm you know, not. I'm going to be dead surprised when they get bumped off and no one gives a shit. Do, what did do, What did you think about um, Agnes? Which one was she? The one of the killers, John. Um, I didn't care. I mean, what did you think about them introducing it into the film? Like, it's, it was just pointless. It was just look at me. I'm trying to be different. Oh, do you know what you just reminded me of? When they, uh, I think it is it the dad, the brother, the dad. Which one comes out the floor? Like he's fucking, like, he, he, like when he kind of the big reveal and he comes out of the floor like some sort of fucking Godzilla wannabe. Billy. Uh, yeah, it was fucking cringing. It's just like, I, I, honestly, I just, I, 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 that, that's the main killer, isn't it? I didn't even know his name until now. Billy. That's how much I cared. That's how much I cared. We spoke about it in the last. Podcast, yeah, but I just, I just didn't. I, I, I know his name, but I didn't know which one he was, and I didn't care. Do you know what this? Do you know what this is? I understand completely, and I might actually get you a Christmas present to make up for it. I now understand how you felt watching Prince of Darkness. That that this that that that's how bad this is. And you, I've never seen you struggle for something to say before. But during that one, you, I felt genuinely sorry for you, and I felt I, I felt like I should take us both out to dinner afterwards because it was I thought yeah you did really ruin our lives you did ruin yeah, our lives now, now you've paid me back so it's sound I mean yeah well not on purpose so yeah. I don't feel like that's payback so I'll keep that. If you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I've made you suffer enough. No, not yet. Not yet. But if, if I have, it's like unintentional. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just, it was not as, not a strong film at all. I think this is one for, one that you would put on for people who are on the cusp of teenage years, like 13, 14 years old. Like, oh, watch this scary film because it's not actually scary and there's no, although it's quite violent and quite gory, there's nothing that is lasting that would that would stick in their head. Not like the first one, not like something like The Exorcist where that, that lives with you for days and weeks after you've watched it. This to me is like a very, it's like a really crap 90s pop album by someone like Mandy Moore who had one song and then sort of seemed to disappear. That's what it's like to me. Really poppy. She did go on to make a walk to remember though, so. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's it's, um, the kind of, I think it it was after the, yeah, I think it was after the notebook. Everyone yeah. thinks the notebook is Nicholas Sparks' best at that adaptation, but it's not. A Walk to Remember is. Mm. So if you learn nothing from this Black Christmas podcast, go and see A Walk to Remember. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, I don't think you are going to learn anything else from this because John's in a very dark mood today. It's because you made me watch this. Well, so... You've made me do a lot of things I dislike, but all of those pale in comparison to this shit. But yeah, let's get back to talking about this film because it's so riveting. Um, so I walk to remember, yeah, it's... it's on. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I've had me boost and my arm's starting to go funny. I would rather talk about that than this. <laughs> no. Um, well, I, I, nearly, I nearly called that the black booster then, but then I thought, that's, uh, no, it's not going to work. You may want to edit that bit. If you want to start wrapping up, that's absolutely fine. I don't mind. If you've not got much to say about it. I've uh, there, Honestly, I'm, there is nothing. It doesn't deserve anything. I feel sorry for everyone involved. I really, really, really do. It's 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 an an ab, an abs, a, actual cinematic abhorrence. This it represents every. Now those t-shirts you can get. You know you got you want for Christmas last year that says remakes suck. Mm. It's like this. The, these are the films. Why they they don't understand the damage that they're doing. Mm. They, and good, really good remakes are suffering for it. They're believe. I I know there is there is space in the world for a good remake. Um, somebody with a bit of vision and a bit of craft doing something that is different, but with something that we love or we know of. Um, I what? I really like that. I don't. There is. Go on. There are some films you cannot remake, and it's a brave man. You know what I'm going to talk about now, and it's a brave man or woman who steps in to do that. Don't think you can do the the Exorcist. I don't think you can do Jaws, and I don't think you can do Back to the Future. I think there are three that are just off the menu completely. Mm-hmm. Um, but take Black Christmas, the nineteen seventy four Black Christmas. I think in a university or a film studies course, the first assignment that you should get is make a ten minute film out of that. Do it your own way. Oh, that's that's just made me so much happier. If I'd have gone to uni and and Mr. Marley or whatever had said to me, um, do that, I would have I would have loved it. And you take, you, you, you have to use the techniques you put in that film, and then you you then use them to pay homage to that. That's 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 how you do it, and you change it however much you want. Honestly, that's. It's it's the it's the duality of the remake. This the duality of of a film. You can have that beautiful borderline masterpiece that we got yet um, the other day, and then you've got this. And this is this is what's hair in cinema as much as Marvel, as much as the ginormous franchises that are squeezing the life out of everything, because the remakes now are just printing presses for blood-soaked money and this is one of them and mm. let's let us put it upon a fire and set it ablaze in our hearts and minds so well, we never have to talk about this again i mean it does have some problems doesn't it like um one of the things i thought about well, two of the things i thought was why does billy's mom have a house with so many bedrooms why would she pay a mortgage on a massive house? She clearly didn't look like she worked. 
Um, it was borderline mansion, wasn't it? Yeah, it was huge. Well, obviously, because it's got to fit eight, nine people in, in the because they're all sorority sisters. And yeah, then why, that's a good point. <laughs> why was the house in the middle of nowhere when it's supposed to be part of a university campus? Because they, they said, I think, a few times, like, we can't get anywhere because of the snow. Well, why don't you just go to the campus? Surely that's just up the road, isn't it? You know? Like, I've, I've never seen a university uh, or a college film where the, the sorority house or fraternity house is in the middle of the fucking countryside, that far away from the university, because who'd want to live there? Yeah, they're all, oh, aren't they supposed to be on campus? So they're patrolled by the campus security. Yeah, because we are, Mich- we, we are Michelle- getting into a kind of pedantic territory, but I don't care. This, this isn't pedan- This isn't pedantic. This is like, I nearly called it pedance, pedancery. This is not pedancery. I don't know, want no holleration or hateration in my pedancery. Um, anyway, you don't know what that is, do you? Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige, well done, John. I'm very surprised. Um, At last. We had 32 <laughs> seconds of entertainment in this. <laughs> yeah, there's just, there's, there's too many things. I mean, those are things that popped into my head when I was watching it. And then I don't think, I, thought, I did think originally when I watched it about, well, why don't they just go next door? And then I think they said a few times, oh, we can't get anywhere because of the snow. I was like, where are you? And then it was only when I watched the film recently, I saw there's a scene where Billy is walking down the corridor and there's like fucking 12 bedrooms. I was like, what's this for? It would have been, it would have been mildly interesting if she had a home for like wayward kids or it was sort of like maybe a bit of an orphanage or, well, you, you know. You can change that to, it would have been better if it was literally anything else, just literally well, anything else. It would have been better if Sean Watkin wrote the screenplay. Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you write a, a, a bloody remake of Black Christmas? Mm, it's hard because I think, and hands off to some people who, who do uh, hands off, hats off, not hands off, fucking hell. <laughs> Although it is nightmare cinema, so why not? Hands off to um, everybody who does this. Like, so it, what this, what Glenn Morgan has done has took the original. Like we know the guy's name is Billy loosely. We just know that. There's no backstory, and he's took that and took those phone calls with the screaming baby, and the thing about the mom, and created this whole backstory. Which yes, not very good. It's created this whole backstory for his film, and he's done that by using little tiny clues and plot points from the original. And I think once you've seen a remake that is sort of ex- or a sequel that is explained, or sort of it, it's like overwritten. The, uh, the story of the original hasn't it like Jamie Lee Curtis has done recently um, oh I need to it's been six seconds since you <laughs> mentioned her she's my Grinch I hate her um, although in 10 years she's probably going to come and do another Halloween direct to the original sequel and it'll be well from H2O onwards and it'll be anyway never mind um so yeah, I think it'll be really difficult for anybody to write now a either a direct sequel to the original or a new remake. And I think that's the reason why when we got Black Christmas in 2019, was it? Um, There's one out in 2017, you know. That's the one I mean, maybe. No, it's not. 2019 is the one I'm talking about, where they completely changed the story to be about a cult. But yeah, I did see that one, Black Christmas, The Night Billy Came Home, 2016. 
Oh my God, there's one coming in. 2021, 2022. Oh, God's sake. So the night that Billy came home is based in a world of reality where the sorority of Pi Kappa Sigma is being stalked and preyed upon by an unknown killer, even though the film is called The Night Billy Came Home. <laughs> what? The clues in the name, people. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what this 2020... Oh, no, this is... It is 2021 now. I'm confused. Is I, this a fan um, film? Because sometimes people put fan films on here, you know, um, like fan-made films. Um, sometimes I, my name. I think whatever it is, it'll be better than this. I think even if it's an old man, an old constipated man trying his best upon thy throne for an hour and a half, it'd be better than this. Maybe. I mean, it's a, it's a shame. It's, it's just a shame. It's a shame, and that's the only word I've got for it. Yeah, it's a shame because it besmirches the good name of a, of a, of a really, really good... I'm going to have to watch the other ones tonight again. Yeah. It's, it, I, I, I've, and everyone needs an hour and a half lesson in filmmaking, so why not have it from Black Christmas? Once you get rid of Margot Killer's face. Mm. Yeah, I mean, she's in most of it. <laughs> so. She's mute her. Oh, God. I shout quite a lot her anyway for ruining uh, Christopher Reeve's Superman, so it's all right. Jesus, you've got issues you need to work out. To be honest. That, that, that's the only issue I need to work out, yeah. No, I said you've got issues. Oh. To work out. And I think you should probably start immediately. <laughs> I intend to. Right, should we go and do the vote now? Do you see yes. the preparations I've had to do for this? <laughs> yes, let's. Yes, let's do the vote. <laughs> Dickhead. I had to get you just as so you put your earphones back on. Um, yeah. I fucking hate that noise. Do you, want, <laughs> do you want me to go first? That was our joke. That was Joe the pig. I love her. Do you want me to go first? Yes, please. Um, this is. I swear to God, even if you joke about calling this and saying this is nightmare cinema now, I'm fucking walking <laughs> no. off. I, no. Honestly. No. So I think um, it's not a great film. As I said before, this is a film you would probably show to someone who is starting to explore horror films at an earlier age. Like we watched horror films, John, from when we were about seven, six. People now, they're not really exposed to it until at about 12, 13, 14. This is probably the age that this film would be marketed at, despite all of the grim stuff like the beef jerky cookie cuttings that he eats from his mum's back and stuff. This is, I'd stay for the popcorn for this because it is mostly um, offensive. It really is. But would I never watch it again? I mean, probably won't ever choose to pick to watch it again myself. But if someone says we're going to watch this film, I will say, have you heard about the original from 1974? It's much better. And if they still say no, I would, I would watch this um, with other people with popcorn and nachos and cheese and jalapenos. But I'd mostly be there for the food. <laughs> um, you're wrong for a start. Um, um, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, and Sorry. now, now I've lost faith in everything. <laughs> the only people that should watch this is a class full of people 
with a man in front of them going, this is what not to do <laughs> in, in every respect to do with film. This, this is, I, I was, when I was getting to the tail end of it last night, when I was fighting sleep and self-harm and self-destruction because of it, mm. I was sat there going, I think this might be the worst film I've ever seen, ever, like ever. And I've seen some fucking shit in my time. And now your mum's home videos are awful. I, I, I can't say self-harm, but you can talk about our Bernie like. <laughs> that's that's the way of the world. That's your Corbinite world. That, um... Whoa, whoa. <laughs> what the fuck? Look, this is what it does to me. It makes me it makes me that guy who I don't want to be. No, I think you're angry because you've only just woke up just 15 minutes before we started this. So I think that's why you're angry. I'm not a lazy bastard. I work nights at the moment. Oh, I just yeah. want that out there in the world. Like He's not lying in bed crying and eating donuts and stuff. He is. Well, 50% of that was right and it's not the donuts thing and it's because of this film. <laughs> he's a night walker. Um, a night worker? Yes. I'm, that sounds like I'm a prostitute. That's exactly I would rather intention. be a prostitute than do that and watch this. <laughs> oh, God. This, <laughs> this, this was... And I don't mean any offence to the, the actors involved because I do like all of them. Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead found a calling in Fargo, which she was brilliant in. Track the series? Out, I don't mind. Uh, yeah. The series. I've not if you haven't seen, seen that. the series, get on it. It's amazing. Mm. Noah Hawley. Big up Noah Hawley. Michelle tracked her mouth. I liked her in Buffy... She was a little you bit You like Dawn? Yeah. You oh, are well, I'm not the animal. same as you, aren't I? I'm not the same as you lot, am I? But I watch Buffy from a different perspective. She's a crier. How can you like that character? All she does is moan. Well, For I can see seasons. why she got the part here. For two seasons? I didn't mind seasons. her at all. And then and finally in season seven, she gets... No, bad. Oh, God, I've rattled a cage here. You have rattled a um, cage. I'm going to rattle you. In it. No, 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 not like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I like her in Gossip Girl, even though her storyline did go on a little bit too much. But I do like the girl, I really do. Um, Lacey Chabert. How can you not like Lacey Chabert? She was in Mean Girls, for God's sake. No, oh, she's so, pretty. She's really pretty. Yeah. She should have got more to do in this. Yeah, all of them, all of them, I, 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 I've done genuinely got a soft spot for them all. And I feel like going to their houses and apologising to them. Uh, they're all I'm young sorry. Actors, no. And they, 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 they probably thought they were going to be involved in something great, like the, the original. Winst, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead said she got asked, she'd done Final Destination, hadn't she? Mm. And it, they asked her at the airport at 4 a.m. to be in this. And she went, oh, I, like the, I love the original. So... And they probably thought they were going to get something better than they did. You can see the depression in their faces as, as they realise what they're making. But um, obviously, this is certified. What's worse than certified nightmare? Because if we have that, that's what this is. Your mum's home videos. Ten, and it's <laughs> and it's ten times worse than that. Do you know how rude it is to laugh at your own jokes? I think it's been. <laughs> God. Imagine a comedian who tells a joke and then spends the next minute laughing at it. I'm not That's a comedian. Just done. I'm not a comedian, though, am I? <laughs> no fucking shit. <laughs> but I am one of the funniest people I know. Yeah, only when you look in a mirror or take your pants off. Oh, no. I'm not, I wouldn't be taking your pants off. That would be funny. 
How can you take my joke and make it offensive to me? Because you fucking deserve it, you little bitch. I am. Oh my God. No, 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 no. Do you know what we should do before we go? Why don't we do our own versions of Billy's phone calls from the original (laughs) film? Let's do it. Why didn't we think that? Even even this idea is more entertaining than that remake. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to go first? (laughs) Why didn't we think of this last time? It was because we loved the film that much. We didn't want to mess around with it. But this one, it's free for all. So... Do you want to go first? Um, I, I... Bring, bring. Hello? Yes, yes, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uncle Judy, is that you? <laughs> oh, God. We could make an entire section out of this. This is the best thing we've ever done. That was fantastic. Do you have one now? Okay. This is more entertaining than the film. You do the ring ring. Ring ring. 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 No, that's you do the ring oh, ring yeah. and then I'll Oh yeah. Ring <laughs> ring. Well you have to say hello though. Hello? <laughs> this is weird. This let's is a weird call. <laughs> oh, let's go again. I'll do the ring ring and you say hello. The happiest man in the world seems to have found me. I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> let's let's do it again. So I'll, I'll do the ring ring, and you say hello. <laughs> Let me just get all this laughter out. You have to watch that back and see your face. It was amazing. I should be gonna fucking kill you. Are you ready? Ring ring. Hello. Trans mum's a fucking cunt. Like a pink cunt. You want my me not acting now. fat, juicy cock. That was really good. You've done this before. I do it all the time. <laughs> I ring Boris Johnson and um, tell him about his, his mum's cunt. His pink piggy cunt. Boris <laughs> <laughs> oh. Johnson, I like your hair. I'm going to shave it all off, you fucking cunt. Was that too much? Right. No, that was just really good. Did you get aroused? I did a little bit, yeah. Oh, I can see. Oh, you've grown big boy. Oh, God, it's gone weird now. <laughs> I feel like that. I shouldn't have had that coffee. I feel like I'm high as a kite. Does it have gin in it? <laughs> no. Ew, gin and coffee, that's fucked. Fucked up. Just do another one, because yours is a bit shit. <laughs> It's because I can't act. (laughs) If Johnny was here, he'd have done a belt and one, and no, he would have. So come on, raise (coughs) raise the stakes. Do like a crying baby and everything. Let's go for it. I can't. Have you been practicing this? (laughs) No. (laughs) Right. Am I doing the ring ring? No, you do the ring ring. I say hello. I don't want to do this anymore. Come on, John, just one more time. Ring, ring. Hello. Did I go too far then? 
If anyone ever gets a phone call, can we just say, if anyone ever gets a phone call and it sounds like this, it wasn't us. We're just playing around because. Oh my God. Oh God. That sounds like your stomach after a curry, I'm telling you. How do you know my curry sounds like after a stomach? Oh, wow. Wow, Jesus Christ. Because I just know, I can tell you seem the type to have a gurgly belly. Gurgly. Have you gone mad? Yeah. I want to lick your pink piggy cunt. Cunt. Something tells me that those calls are your favourite part of the original brilliant they, film. They just shocked me that much because I obviously don't remember hearing them the first time round. So when they you watched shocked the, me. When you watched the original first time, what did you watch it on? Um, I actually don't know. Probably a stream. Not like I, islands in the stream. Not like because I don't think I think they would have been muffled out because I don't think they would have done them in 1974. Because I think they're just too far. Even yeah, now they go. They make you go. Yeah, the, the remake calls were like really tame, weren't they? I don't even remember them. Yeah, well, there was no. I nothing. think. I think what it what, what that film was doing was it was going into my head and then immediately coming out and then. Yeah. Pixies were setting fire to it. I think they shied away of the word cunt quite, you, you know, that just didn't happen. I don't remember right. hearing anything about a cock either. Don't know. That's unlike you. I know. I normally hear about all the cocks. You just imagine them. Dream of them. Speaking of cocks, um, Scream is out in less than a month. Cause Why is it speaking of cocks? <laughs> Courtney Cox is in it. Oh. <laughs> Got me there. That was seamless. <laughs> that was seamless. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to sum up, uh, Sean Watkin has gone mad and this film is shit. Oh. Happy Christmas. Oh, well, I hope you had a really nice Christmas and I hope you are listening to this on Boxing Day as it's intended. Maybe as you're getting ready to go out and you... um. Maybe you go up to somebody at a bar and you go, I want to see your pig, piggy cunt. <laughs> I mean, don't do that because you'll probably get arrested and it's really inappropriate. Oh, your face is utterly convincing there. I mean, if someone did that to me in a bar, I would probably be like, can we get married? But normal people are not, they're not the same. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Can we close the episode? <laughs> <laughs> Right, until next time, dear listener. <laughs> it's been a blast, apart from the film that we talked about. Um, see you soon, and have a happy Christmas. Goodbye, Bye. cunts. <laughs>